Matt, you just made me too emotional to even speak then for a, for a bit. Um, can you kind of tell we're passionate about kids, families, any generation really? It's such a beautiful thing to be in a community of people where, where love's at the centre, where Jesus is at the centre. It makes a huge difference to life. It really, really does. I'm glad you're here today. Um, welcome. If, if this is something that's fairly new to you, or maybe you haven't been here for a while, extra welcome. Our hope is that, like that, that, that testimony from that young child that says, I feel like I'm in a place where I belong, oh, we're wired for that, right? So this is a place where you can belong. This is a place where you can feel loved, supported, part of a community, and actually, like Matt said, you can be connected to the one who gives the blessings which is Jesus. We're passionate about that. We celebrate that. So I'm really glad that you're here today. Um, a little update. The, every year in Coast Community, we have a focus. It's, it's not a new vision. Our vision is, is stays constant, which is to be healthy and growing and full of love. That's our vision. But every year we sense there's just a focus point, what we can focus on. And this is it. And it's usually one verse from Scripture that we believe is really important for us. And so we launched this at the beginning of February. We're hanging in it as the last week. And then we're just going to put legs on that and strategy around that for the rest of the year and maybe beyond. This is it. It's from 1 Corinthians 9. And it's only half a verse, actually. Where, where the writer of this, Paul, now Paul was a legend back then. He was really against the church, had a radical conversion, and then he lived his life in the mission of God. And he says this, he says, I try to find common ground with who? Just a few people, just the rich people, just the people that are nice. No, I try and find common ground with everyone, doing everything I can to save some. I mean, when you hear Matt speak there, you can kind of hear that passion in Matt's voice. And there's something about that that's even non-verbal. When we engage with the reality of that focus for us as a community of people, it's like, you know what? We want to try and find common ground with everyone, doing everything we can to save some. Now, God's the one who's actually drawing people to himself, and he's knocking on the door of people's hearts. And he's the powerful one that brings uh, an invitation for someone to step into the family of God, but we have the message of that invitation. So we want to do everything we can to get the message out, to find common ground with everyone, with the hope that we will see more and more people step into the family of God. Talk about a sense of belonging. That's our major sense of belonging. It's actually, you were wired, you were created to be in the family of God. I don't know if you know that. That's part of your DNA. Yet you're created to be in a much bigger family than what you realize, in the family of God and from a God, a God of love. And so can I today, as we explore this focus together, can I be really clear on something? And that's this. That the good news of Jesus is for everyone. That everyone is invited into the family of God. Everyone. No exceptions. Everyone is invited. Now, I don't know what you think about that, how you feel about that. Some of you go, yeah, of course, Kev, that, don't tell them, I already know that. We, good, praise God. I don't think that's something that everybody knows. I would want to be very clear today that everyone 
is invited into a relationship with a loving God. Everyone is invited into the family of God. How do you feel about that? I mean, that's you. That's your family. That's the people in our community. That's the people in other countries. Everyone. And it's not behaviour-based. Everyone is invited. Can I be really clear today on something else? What is the good news of Jesus? I mean, the good news of Jesus is that God no longer counts your sin against you. Done deal. No longer. Past, present, future. For all the stuff in my life where I miss the mark, God's got me covered for that. He's got you covered for that. No longer he counts your sin against you. That's the best news you'll ever hear. That's for everyone. For everyone. And that's you. You're part of the everyone. Can I be really clear on something else? There's actually no barrier between you and God. None. It's gone. Because of what Jesus did, there's no barrier. You can actually be in relationship with God. He likes you. He loves you. He thinks you're cool. He created you. There's no barrier there. I think sometimes we put it in there ourselves and think, oh man, God's not going to talk to me or how could he love me? Um, As far as God's concerned, there's an open pathway to him. Zero barrier. Can I be really clear about something else? Jesus has made a way for you to have a relationship with God. Now, Jesus was God, but he's made a way, and praise God. So, it's for everyone. I don't know if I can be clear enough. It's for everyone. I'm stoked this year we can have a verse like this that focuses us on something that brings an invitation to everyone that they are included. They're included in the kingdom or the family of God, however you want to say that. Now... I'm going to need some help today from kids especially to communicate this. So kids, I really I really need your help with this. I cannot do it without you, so don't leave me hanging, all right? I really need you. I, I, I'm going to need a few. So here's what we're going to do. Um, I'm, the kids are going to help me tell a story today. It's a story from the Bible, and it's a story about a party or a feast. It's, it's a, and this is the deal. So here's the background before I get some kids. So kids, just prepare yourself because I need you to be part of this. Um, Jesus, in this story, background to the story that we're going to tell you, Jesus was hanging out at a party. He was invited. In fact, this time he's hanging out with some religious leaders. Now, normally Jesus was hanging out with people that thought, what are you doing hanging out with that with such scum is some of the language. This time, Jesus is hanging out with these religious leaders because the gospel's for everyone, right? Um, He's hanging out with them. Um, They're they're always giving Jesus a hard time. They're always giving him a hard time. In fact, at this dinner party, um, Jesus heals a guy and it was the Sabbath and they're going, man, you're not supposed to do that on a Sabbath. That's working. And Jesus goes, wouldn't you help someone on the Sabbath if they needed help? So Jesus heals this guy, has this conversation. And then he notices at a table like this, there's a head of a table and the most distinguished people sit here. And he noticed all the people are coming in. They're trying to get close to the head of the table and he's going what's going on with that let's be humble let's take a lower position and let's be invited to a greater position later anyway this is all going on and then Jesus says you know what when you throw a party don't just invite people that can pay you back 
Invite people, invite, invite the poor, invite the crippled, invite the lame. And he has this conversation that actually says, you know what? Everyone is invited. And then he tells this story. So kids, I need some help. Can I have one of the kids here today, you guys have got your hands up, who can read something for me? Who could read something for me? Eden, do you want to do it? Do you want to come and see Nick? See Nick first, she'll set you up with that. If you can read something for me, that would be great. I need, I need two people, two kids who feel like they can host a party like that. I see a hand up the back. Do you want to come up and help me? Um, that's cool. Um, come on, jump up. What's your name? Joel. Joel. Hey, Joel. Thanks for helping me out. Um, Eli, do you want to come and help host? Cool. No, Eli. So you guys, can you, there's some party food there. Can you set 12 places up there and get that ready to go? Now, you guys need to understand something. See all this great food here. Were you eating that already? Can host do a taste test? Okay, that's all right then. Just make sure there's some left. Now, this food that you guys have sorted right has cost you a lot of money. Like, you've been working for months and months and months to throw. These, these decorations cost you a lot of money. They're all handmade by yourself. Are you still eating? <laughs> no. So you guys are throwing this party. That's great. Cool. I need two other kids that can help me out. We've got to get some invitations here. Do you want to come and help me? Who else can help me? Um, do you want to come and help me? Oh, Jack, okay, cool. You can come out too if you want. Do you want to come and help me as well? Cool. Do you want to be ready to go with that? I'll tell you when. Okay. Hello. Cool. Do you want to come up here as well? Come here. Cool. Now, just so you can tell everyone, what are your names? My name's Amos. Amos. Caleb. Caleb. Jack. And Jack. So do you want to stand over here with these guys? So, can you kick us off? What's the first part of the story? So, remember, Jesus at a dinner party. Actually, we haven't got Jesus. That's a problem. <laughs> a girl, Jesus. No, no. That's going to mess with people's heads, I think. But it could. We had a girl, Jesus. Who, who's going to? David. Do you want to come and? Do you want to come up with Capri? Do you want to come up? You guys can just preside over the, over the space and be Jesus. Thanks for coming up. So we've got, sorry, tell us. So this is the story. Jesus hanging out at the party. There's all this kerfuffle. Um, cool. Now, what's, what's the first part of the story? I think we've got some PowerPoint as well. Uh, there. Hearing this, a man sitting at the table with Jesus exclaimed, what a blessing it will be to attend a banquet in the kingdom of God. Cool. So there's a light bulb moment. Someone at the feast is going, man, what a blessing it would be to be at a table in the kingdom of God. A really cool thing to do. So that's what's going on. Now, what's the next bit of the story? Can you read that there? Jesus replied with this story. A man prepared a great feast and sent out many invitations. Okay, so we got some invitations. Can you guys... Go and send it. There's a couple. Can you 
Can you actually go and find, here I'll give you some too. Can you go and find a couple of adults? Because I reckon we need to invite adults to the party. Any adults keen to come to the party? Seriously, no adults keen. Okay, yeah, you don't need to say that. So. Oh, good one. Okay, no. so here we go. Can you guys, um, I'm going to get you to go one at a time. Can you take that? Can you go and find two adults? to give that to who you would want to invite to the party. Any two adults, go Jack, let's go. Who's it gonna be? Two adults, two adults, go. You go and take the microphone, I'll tell you what to do. Go and find two adults. It doesn't matter if you know them. Do you want me to help you? Let's walk up here, let's go up here. I reckon, I reckon this guy here would love an invitation to the party. Do you wanna give him an invitation? Cool. Now, do you wanna give him the microphone because I think there's actually a reason why you can't actually come to this party, Matt. Oh, uh, yeah, I can't. Sorry. Um, yeah, I've, I've just got so much stuff on at the moment, and yeah. I'm so sorry. I'd love to come to the party, but I just can't make it. I'm sorry. Is that what's written on there? No, I think it's there's not. an it's excuse that's should... prepared for you to go. <laughs> that was pretty good, though, Matt. No, but this is kind of, kind of fits in. Um, I, I'm so... <laughs> I'm so happy to be invited. Thank you so much for inviting me, but I can't make it. I'm sorting my socks. Okay. Jack, can you go and grab that microphone and go and invite another adult? Can you read the next part of the story? Because this is actually what goes on in the story. Thanks, Eden. When the banquet was ready, he sent his servant to tell the guests, come, the banquet is ready. Yep. Keep going. Can you read some more? But they all began making excuses. One said, I have just bought a field and must inspect it. Please excuse me. Another said, I have just bought five pairs of oxen and I want to try them out. Please excuse me. Another said, I just got married so I can't come. No, that's cool. I just got married, I can't come. What an excuse is that? <laughs> Serious. I think, Tamsin, have you got an invitation? Can you come to this party? Uh, thank you, Jack, for the lovely invitation. And I'm, I'm so sorry that I can't make it. I'm extremely busy because I have to walk my cat on that okay. day. Gee, can you go and grab the microphone? Can you go and invite two adults? Let's go. Hey, Moss, do you want to come too? Can you find two adults? Look at these guys go. Let's get the, any adults. Any adults is fine. There we go. Well, can you come to this party? I can't read my excuse, but, but I can't because I'm busy. Because <laughs> you're busy. <laughs> and you need some glasses to read your excuse. And you need some glasses. I don't think I can read it. Ah, oh, this, this is you. Apparently you got to watch Married at First Sight. Wow. That's a pathetic excuse. Can you find someone else? Married at first sight, really? Who would watch a show like that? In fact, I don't mind watching a bit of that. That's pretty cool. That's pretty funny. Have we got another adult? You're invited. Can you come to the party? Sorry, I'm updating my Facebook and Instagram profiles. Of course. Amos, can you find some people? Nick, can you make it? What's going on? 
What's going on for you? This is a cool party. These hosts up there have spent a lot of money sorting this out, and you're specially invited. It's going to be a yeah, feast. Yeah, I'm uh, colour-coding my undies. <laughs> okay. Okay. One more, Amos. Let's go. Microphone. What's your favourite colour, Nick? Did you have to check? No. One more invitation. <laughs> that was your dad. Did, do you know that your dad colour codes his undies? You didn't know that. Do you reckon he does? No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Oh, okay. I reckon you might. That's kind of in your personality profile. We have another adult up here. Can you please come? Come on, we need someone to join us. I would love to, but um, I have to wash my hair. I have to wash your hair. Do you wash your beard? Now and again. No. <laughs> So what's going on in the story? So seriously, you guys have actually prepared this whole deal and no one's come. What's going on there? How do you feel about that? You feel good? What does the story say about how these guys feel? The servant returned and told his master what they had said. His master was furious and said, go quickly into the streets and alleys of the town and invite the poor, crippled, the blind and the lame. Okay. So you guys aren't actually feeling good about this. You guys are furious. Can you show me furious? Is that furious? <laughs> Eli, can you give me a better furious? Do you want this? You're going to flex. What would you say? What would you say to these guys who have given you a pathetic excuse? Um, I'm not your friend anymore. Ah. <laughs> Furious. Furious. Guys, we've got to find some more. Can you actually, can you go out now? Can you take one of them each? Can you find a kid each? Go for it. Actually, Amos, I'll give you two. Go. Yeah. Take another one. Take another one. Someone Need four kids to, to come on up. Four don't, kids up on the party. Don't. Have, have you done it? Come on up if you've got one. Who else got an invitation? Okay, come and join the table. You guys can start eating some food if you want. These guys have hosted this for you. They've spent a lot of money. Cool. So sit down and get a chair. What happens next? After the servant had done this, he reported there is still room for more. Okay, still room for more. Hey, guys. Caleb, Jack, come here. There's still room for more. We need some more kids. Quick, go and get find another kid, quick. Notice kids aren't giving lame excuses. Do you want to come? I'll invite <laughs> you. You can sit straight up there. Okay, come on up. This is like um, Willy Wonka. There's one invitation left. Who wants it? Cool, seriously. Amos, find someone else. Go. Doesn't matter who it is. Everyone's invited. In fact, everyone's invited later. There's more cake later, by the way, so everyone's going to get some cake. Jump up around the table. Enjoy. Enjoy your food. What happens next in the story? So his master said, go out into the country lanes and behind the hedges and urge anyone to find to come so that the house will be full. So the house will be what? Full. Full. A full house. Have we got a full house yet? Looks like it. Jesus has eaten some food as well. That's cool. Thank you guys for your help. Amos, you can jump up if you want. Get a spot, grab some food. What does it say now? What's the story doing? 
for none of those I first invited will get even the smallest taste of my banquet. Okay, that's pretty huge. Thank you, Eden, for reading. That's great. Do you want to kind of get up there and grab some food? You might have to share, but jump up there. Thank you for reading. Can we just give these guys a clap? Hey, can you, does anyone want to share anything with me? Oh, look at that. I love jubes. It's a pretty interesting story. Could you like my jube? Oh, look at that. Oh, okay. If that, you were just asking if they're gluten-free. Yeah. Can I have some help with that? <laughs> I don't think there's anything gluten-free. What's gluten-free? Can we find something? Yeah, Nick's going to sort that out. Thank you for asking. You go with Nick. Host, what are you doing? You threw a party without a gluten-free option. I thought this was a really cool feast. Now I'm furious. My goodness. Have you noticed that in our culture that we are pathetic at accepting invites? Have you noticed that? I don't know about you, maybe I'll just speak for me. My RSVPs, uh, I've got to be careful what word I use, not very good. Um, and I don't know if you've noticed, have you, is anyone here, who are the party goers in the room? Who's, who are the people that, there's Michelle, she's a party goer. Who, seriously, who likes to throw a party? Who likes to have a party at home and invite a whole bunch of people? Great. Have you ever had a situation where nobody's come to your party? Has that actually happened? It's happened for you. Serious. How did you feel? Mum took shopping. Hang on. Mum took you shopping. Yeah, it wasn't a good day. It wasn't a good day. Mum took me shopping though, so it made it better. But someone told my friend that they weren't going to come, like about seven people. I was about 12 and she didn't come to tell me. It was crushing. Wow. Crushing to the point you needed retail therapy. That That is pretty hectic. You see, that's what goes on in this story. The story says there, there's a feast, there's a, there's a party, there's something that you just have to be a part of. And invitations went out and they were declined for pathetic reasons a lot of the time. Maybe not pathetic. Some of you guys had pathetic reasons. I still can't get over yours, Nick. Seriously. Colour-coded undies. But there was excuses if I'm honest, in our culture now, we're in a culture where, oh, we got sorted. How are you feeling about that? Is that good? Yeah. yeah what, what do you want to say? Anything? It's good? Yeah, it is good. Okay, it is good. It is very good. It's for everyone. Um, we actually, in our culture right now, just keep something open for a better option. We just keep our eyes open, we delay an RSVP, just in case something better comes up. You know, in this story, there's nothing better that came up than the revelation that someone had at that party with Jesus. Man, what a blessing it would be to be at a banquet in the kingdom of God. One person got it. Invitations went out, declined. No one understood the significance of the invitation. No one understood that they were invited to something so great, far greater than they could ever imagine. 
yet they declined. And so therefore the people that were expected to come, like adults expected to come when they get an invitation, had excuses and declined. And so the host was going, let's get anyone. Let's fill the house. Let's come on in. Let's get more invitations out there. Make sure that the house is full because everyone's invited. You see, I want to be clear about something in the kingdom of God, that everyone is invited, that there's an invitation to you, there's an invitation for people in your family, there's an invitation for people around in your community. Everyone is invited, but you have to accept the invitation. You have to accept it. And if we want to live in the culture that we're in with some of the really pathetic excuses or waiting for a better offer before we accept, you are going to miss the best invitation you could ever have in your life. So you have an invitation from Jesus himself into the family of God. You have an invitation. You go, I created you. You're actually a child of God. Come, come into my family, but you need to accept it. You see, in this story, even in our verse, it's like we'll do everything we can. But you have a choice. No one can make that choice for you. I have a choice. I've chosen to step into the family of God. And there's an invitation for every, every person. You were invited, but you have to accept the invitation. Our focus for the year. We try and find common ground with everyone, doing everything we can to save some. You see, Jesus did this. Jesus could have just gone, I'm just going to hang out, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, for all eternity. They were doing quite fine. But they created you and me for relationship, for love. And Jesus found common ground with you. He found common ground with me. He, he became he flesh. He became a man. He lived in our world that he created as a man, fully God, fully man. And he lives so he could find common ground with you. To go, I know how you feel. I know what it's like. Jesus knows what it's like to live. He knows the full spectrum of what it's like to live life other than sin. He never sinned. But he knows what it's like to live as a person. He found common ground. He did everything he could to the point where he actually laid down his life for you. He actually laid his life down so that you could be completely forgiven for sin. Completely. And that's the message we have. God no longer counts your sin against you. Jesus has forgiven you once for all time. You might be watching this online and thinking, seriously, me? We go, yep, absolutely, because the invitation is for everyone. Jesus did everything he could with except one thing. He's given you free will to choose because he wants you to choose. He wants you to step in. He wants you to come into the family of God by your choice. He did everything he could. He's made a way. He's made you right with God. As far as God's concerned, everything is done, except he's given you a choice. And we get to choose him. We get to choose to accept the invitation. But it's a deliberate acceptance. It's not leaving your options open. I'm not really sure. I'm just going to wait and see. I'm not sure how I feel about God. Maybe there's other gods. Maybe there's different religions. Maybe I need to check some more things out. There's not a better option. This is the option. In fact, there's no other option. You have an invitation, but it's our responsibility to respond to that. 
The other thing I'd say before I wrap this up, kids, how are you going? Are you getting through that party food? Because I'm nearly finished, so you, you better keep eating. Yeah, cool. You got that sorted. Um, the other thing I'd say, Jesus has given us a model to follow. Jesus found common ground with us by becoming flesh, by becoming a person. He's called us to find common ground with everyone. And you know what? For us as a community of people to be active in that, that's what we're talking about this year. And it's going to take every one of us to find common ground with everyone. Thanks, David. Thanks, Capri. Jesus has left the party. <laughs> that's not in the story, by the way. That's, that's just a thing for today. Um, so Jesus has given us a model, right? As a community of people, we want to say yes to that. We want to go, you know what? We want to take the message. We want to find common ground with everyone. There's people in your world that you can find common ground with that I would never be able to find common ground with. So it's going to take all of us together to find common ground, doing everything we can. You and I have the invitation. You and I have one of these. Can I borrow that, Jack? You and I have one of these, in a way. Like, your life is an invitation to someone to say, hey, Jesus has invited you personally into his family. Now, we can say that in whatever way we want to, but we have the invitation. I mean, like Matt said with our school, we'd hope that not only is it a great place for education, but at the heart of the school is Jesus. And the invitation is there for any person to step into relationship with Jesus because they're loved and forgiven. We have this. We have this for people. But it's, it's actually someone else's choice. You and I can't make anyone choose that, but we can bring an invitation. I love this last verse. Can we bring it up? I love this. It says in 2 Corinthians 5, it says, Our firm decision is to work from this focused center. One man died for everyone. That puts everyone in the same boat. Everyone. He included everyone in his death so that everyone could be included in his life, a resurrection life, a far better life than anyone ever lived on their own. That captures something for me that is so significant. I might get banned. Do you want to come up and just get ready? These guys can keep eating around you. That's fine. This is significant. We as a community of people are coming from this firm, focused centre with a message that one man died for everyone. Everyone. One man died for everyone. It puts all humanity in the same boat, in the same circumstance. There's no other way to a relationship with God than through Jesus and saying yes to an invitation. Jesus included everyone in his death so that everyone could be included in his life. Can we get that verse back up, guys? So that everyone's included in his life, a resurrection life, a far better life than anyone lived on their own. There's an invitation for every person to have a life that's far better than you would ever realise. That's the invitation we have. As we close and these guys finish as we close this message part, I just want to pray about two things. One is, whether you're here today, and maybe this is fairly new for you, or maybe you're watching online, and you've realised that that invitation's for me. And actually, I've realised I need to accept it. I can't just do nothing. I can't make an excuse. Well, you can. It's your choice. But it needs an acceptance. Maybe today is the day that you would say, far out. I want to be in on that. 
I want to be in on a relationship with Jesus to be in his family. So my life now is far better and I have eternity with him. That, that takes a decision. That, I'm going to pray about that. That could be today for you, this day, 28th of March, or whatever date you're watching later. But secondly, that we as a community of people own this message. We actually own the invitation. Jesus has done the work and he goes, guys, I want you to take the invitation to everyone. And as a community of people, we're going to do that. And we're going to do it by finding common ground with people, just being authentically us, doing everything we can to build relationship and connect and share an invitation, acknowledging that God's the one that's going to bring anyone into the family of God with the hope that some people will be saved, that some people will say yes. So can we pray about that? Father, I thank you that your love for us is greater than we'd ever know. And I thank you, Jesus, that you found common ground with us, that you came into this world, you gave your life. Lord, we will never know the significance of that. But I know that you, because of that, Jesus, you no longer count people's sin against them. You see us as, as good, perfect people. I don't see myself that way, God, but through your eyes, we can. So God, I thank you that you've forgiven us, that you've made a way for us to step into your family. And God, today, I want to pray for anyone, whether here or online, who maybe today would want to say yes to an invitation to be in your family. God, I pray that today, by your Spirit, that you'd bring a revelation that people would sense that you're just knocking on the door of their heart. And I pray that today would be a yes day to say, I choose to have a relationship with Jesus. I choose to follow Jesus. I choose to say yes. Thank you, God. And I pray for, for us, God, as Coast Community, God, that we would say yes to taking this invitation and extending it to everyone. Help us to find common ground with everyone. We're doing everything we can just to connect and build relationship and to love and in that somehow share an invitation. God, I pray that we would see many, many people understand that the invitation into your kingdom, into your family is far greater than we'd ever understand. And I pray, God, that we'd see people say yes, and yes, yes, to step in to that relationship with you and follow you. So God, we commit that to you. We thank you for it. Lord, I thank you for our kids, for every single one of them. I thank you for the energy they bring. I thank you for the life they bring. I thank you for all the purpose that you've placed in their life. And God, I pray that as we continue to serve you, God, that we would see a foundation of life in every one of our kids. So we thank you for them today in Jesus' name. Amen. Before I get off the stage quickly, if for some reason that's something that you've said yes or you want to find more information, I'd be more than happy to speak with you. I'm just going to be hanging around here after. Um, so that's, a, that's an invitation. Um, but you don't need to speak to me either. That's the invitation between you and God. You can just say yes. But if you want to connect, I'm more than happy to. Um, secondly, can we just thank our amazing kids for just being part? Come on, can we just thank them? They've done awesome. You guys have done great.
Do you want to stay there or do you want to go back to mum and dad? Your choice. You can do whatever you want. And because everyone is invited, there's more cake after. um, So we can get stuck into some cake. Um, Thanks for leading us, guys. I'll hand back to you.